The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Jay. Yes, Andrew. <laughs> Before we get to it. We were talking in the last hour, uh, the last bit of the last hour about insurance and uh, travel insurance mm-hmm. specifically and being able to, you you, <laughs> you need to take the time to look at what the conditions are. Uh, Alliance was the uh, firm in this particular case that um, their conditions were so restrictive that having gotten a prescription for indigestion negated a, what, $50,000 claim. They later changed their mind on it to a certain extent. But it's it's prudent, as we said earlier, to read the insurance policies of all companies and really of all insurance policies, mm-hmm. not just travel. But here's another travel tip as well, a story that we had last week that we didn't get to, and I'll just touch on it. There's four states in the United States where marijuana is legal. There's That's right. four more following that lead. So there'll be eight before we know it. Um, and we've talked about this uh, a little bit before, but not for a long time, that making a declaration to U.S. Uh, Customs and Immigration is your, it is a legal transaction. Your statements have to be true, and what you say will be held against you at uh, U.S. Customs and Immigration. It's also good to know that they have unbelievable absolute power to turn you back. So one of the situations that's arisen is that individuals who have previously traveled to Colorado, for Mm -hmm. example, where marijuana is legal and used marijuana legally while in Colorado, if asked on a return trip through U.S. Customs and Immigration when you're headed back there, have you in the last two years smoked marijuana? Mm -hmm. If you were to say yes, but only in Colorado... Uh, where it's legal, they don't care because they don't represent Colorado. Mm-hmm. They represent all of the states. And that declaration will get you turned back at the border. It may get you banned from traveling to the United States for life. And there is ways to get around that if you're banned and you can get exclusions. And I know that I've traveled of friends of the family who've traveled with us before. They have to get that exclusion. Mm-hmm. It's painstaking. It has to be done every couple of years. You have to actually go to a border you crossing. Get the charges waived or yeah, sponged, and you have to, I believe. Exactly. Or, or or you have to get an exception. So for the next two years, you get this travel exception, but you have to go back every couple of... So everyone lie. So I, even I guess, though you're supposed to be truthful, if you if you smoke some pot in college, don't don't admit to it. I, I guess we can't advocate lying to U.S. Customs and Immigration. We can only say that if you tell the truth, if that's the case, you stand a pretty good chance of being turned back. Mm-hmm. It, it's just... It's an odd situation in a country which is legalizing. You're traveling from a country which is in the midst of legalizing marijuana to a state in which marijuana is legal, and yet admitting to using it can ban you for yeah. life. It's just one of those crazy, I don't even know, situations. So, it, that, again, that's just America. No. That's America. That's just for you to do whatever you care with it. Uh, do you want to you do your update here on your... Mad pooper? Yeah. Could do. Before we get to something else. Um, I, I've, uh, I'm enthralled by this story. So for nearly two months now, I'm sure you've heard us talk about it or you've seen it on social media, uh, there's a family in Colorado Springs that's had to deal with this woman uh, who otherwise uh, appears quite normal, but she goes jogging uh, quite frequently and stops, for whatever reason, just at their house um, to poop. It's the weirdest thing. On the front lawn. On the front lawn. Just like, yeah, no, it doesn't ring the doorbell and say, could I use your... No. She just poops on their front lawn. They've caught her. They've actually caught her. One time, 
the homeowner came outside and said to this woman, are, are you serious? You're taking a poop in front of my kids on my front lawn. Mm-hmm. And the woman uh, said, yeah. Kept, Sorry. Yeah. And just kept running. They've put signs up. They've Oh, they've gotten press attention for this. They've actually gotten a picture of her. They've given it to law enforcement who have said they're following up on a Colorado Springs Police Department says they're on the hunt for this woman. Uh, they have a description, a picture. It is illegal. She would uh, face charges of public defecation and indecent exposure if she's caught. And now she's not been caught. That's not the update. Here's the update. Uh, Charmin. <laughs> You know those guys, the toilet paper people? Uh, on Wednesday, a Charmin uh, waded in uh, to the conversation, and they have said they will offer the mad pooper a year's supply of Charmin toilet paper if she turns herself in. So yep. We're waiting to hear what happens. Nothing on it yet. That was a few days ago. We'll let you know. That is just one of those weird... Stories, hey? Okay, Chedville, how about this one? I want to ask you a question. As I know that this is something that gets Andrew's goat every time. Oh, I know, what you're, I know where you're going. Every time. And I bet you he's not alone. In fact, I know that he's not alone. Um, do you claim... Um, you know, the uh, the parking spot in front of your house. It's not really parking spots on the road. Right. But, you know, that spot in front of your house as your own. Do you get furious when other people park there or use it? Uh, a guy in Liverpool, England, listen to this. And <laughs> these guys... He has been watching, he lives, you know, closer to the airport, and he has been watching people come into his neighborhood and park there, order a cab, pull out the luggage from the back of their vehicle, get into the cab, and off they go to uh, the airport, leaving their vehicle in front of his house for a couple of days, a couple entire, of weeks, it doesn't matter. Vacation. The whole vacation. Yeah. They don't want to pay airport parking. They don't want to take a cab all the way there. So they cruise around, look for a place that's kind of close, get the cab to come, and off they go. This guy's furious. Like, he wants to park there. He believes it's his right to park there in front of his house, mm-hmm. whatever it is. He got so mad. He says, I'm going to do something about it. Turns out he works at Costco. He works at Costco. And if yeah. you've bought if you've bought some uh, saran wrap or some plastic clingy stuff from there, you know, the, the big rolls. Yeah, the industrial so, size. So what yeah. he's doing, he has gone and has saran wrapped, plastic wrapped the vehicles parked in front of of his house. He called police. The police said, there's nothing that we can do. They're not parked here illegally. And this guy said, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to give these people a welcome back surprise. The pictures are brilliant. The car's all wrapped up. People now are stopping in front of the saran-wrapped cars yeah. to take pictures. It's become a tourist attraction. It has become a tourist attraction. So he's even getting more cars sure. well, on the road there. He's getting more traffic there. But this guy said, enough's enough. Enough's so, enough. I know. And, you know, this is something that just irritates me as a result of a specific neighbor. Now, we don't have, we have not had that problem mm-hmm. in months. Uh, but he would have a lot of uh, cars that would come down from... Uh, my theory was, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is true, that a lot of people stay at his house who work up at Fort McMurray or up north and that they would fly home for their four days off or whatever, or their week off, and they would park in front of our house, his house, but they would leave the car there for weeks at a time. So 
we wouldn't be able to park in front of our own house for mm-hmm. weeks at a time. And I mentioned before, this is a more extreme circumstance, we complained to the neighbor mm-hmm. directly. Like, come on, you know, buddy, yeah. buddy, put the car in the back or tell him to park somewhere else or pay for parking at the airport, whatever. And did nothing about it. So we phoned by law enforcement who came out and they chalked the tires. Mm-hmm. But what this guy did, because he had access to the keys, he moved it, he moved it a foot. Yeah. So every two days, he would move it a foot backwards so the chalk mark moved. And then two days from that, after it was chalked yep. again, he'd move it ahead. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole, that, that's a guy just trying to get under my skin, and he did. My thinking on it is that I have no right to the property no, in front of don't. my house. But common courtesy dictates that if you're having guests over, you tell them where to park or you don't leave vehicles there for days at a time. And typically when I come home and somebody's parked in front, I try and pick a house that I know rarely parks a car in front and I'll park there, but then I'll keep an eye on the spot in front of my house. And when the car moves, I'll back my car mm-hmm in front of my yeah. house. It's just yeah. neighborly. Yeah, it's uh, you d- you don't own that that property in, in in you know on the street in front of your house, but we all claim it as our own thinking, especially if you have you know, like, well, you know, in Twilliger Town, you don't, there's not front driveways, mainly in the back driveways, and it's, you know, one or two car garages there if you're, if you're lucky. If you, mm-hmm. if you have a house full, you have a vehicle, your wife has a vehicle, the kids have a vehicle, next thing you know, there's, there's four vehicles. So someone really is ending up parking in front of someone else's house For as sure. well. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that is irksome, even though we all know that we don't own that space, it ticks you off when someone parks there. It just feels like an invasion of some kind. It's like, I don't want to park like 10 feet down. And it's only 10 feet down. It's not a big deal. Well, and you know the worst is, you know, you said earlier, this gets me wound up. The worst is this guy next door, who I say we don't have much of a problem Mm -hmm. with anymore. He's not abandoning vehicles or his friends are not. But he still has friends who come to visit from time to time. And I don't know if they need a break job and they just haven't looked at it yet, but they can't seem to stop in front of his house. So they're going to his house, but they pull their car or truck in front of my house and then walk back to his yeah, house. Yeah, well, they're leaving room for other people or the other guy's car. I guess, but it's just, you know, really? Park in front of the house you're visiting. <laughs> Or ask if they've got space in the back, or you know what I mean? Like, just uh, whatever. Irksome. Uh, had that problem with a neighbor, so I made my driveway bigger. Yeah, my whole front yard. Yeah. Uh, Eric in the park. I thought that nowadays they didn't use chalk and they were able to use a digital image so that no one knows. No, well, they use chalk on this guy's car because we saw the big chalk mark. I don't have a problem with parking. However, I do have a problem with drug deals going on from my house, from the neighbors, and we live in a good area, or, you know, near my house. Someone says, haha, too bad. Um, I prefer people not park in front of my house, but I don't own the street. That being said, in Edmonton, there are limits on the length of time a car can be parked on the street. 48 hours, I believe, is the max. Yeah, it's yeah. either 48 or 72, but like I say, these guys would move the vehicle a, a foot in order to say, well, the vehicle's been moved. Yeah. So I, I think that was an extreme circumstance. I think that he really, he was mad that I called bylaw, um, <laughs> which I would have been too had I not talked to him yep. first. Yep. I went to him first. <laughs> when he didn't do anything, I called bylaw. Uh, get some chalk, add lots of similar marks. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, start parking in front of the neighbor's house. That's from Daryl. We have a neighbor who has an illegal driveway in their backyard and has posted a no parking sign in prime parking area. I may or may not park in front just to irritate him. Uh, let's take a quick break here. It's 317. Uh, Nick and John will get your phone calls after this. When people park in front of your house and it bugs you and it bugs you, gets you all mad, but you don't own 
that area. But you no. usually like to park there. Sure. Hey, but it's the same as being on an airline and somebody comes and puts all their bags in the overhead bin above yours. The overhead bins are not assigned. But it's a water cheese, your own overhead bin. Uh, they'll always find a spot. That doesn't irk me at all. Hi, Nick. What's going on at your place? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do not park in front of my house. But <laughs> the bad thing is, is that it's a cul-de-sac. Okay. So, so a cul-de-sac is twice as worse, so I can understand, okay. But if you have a cul-de-sac full of duplexes, what do you do? I don't know. What do you do, Nick? Well, I have one spot. You know, of course, I let the girlfriend park, you know, inside of the garage, and I can't go parking on our, you know, our driveway if she leaves for work in the morning. But I like to think if I pay a mortgage for a place, I should at least have that little tiny spot to park my car. But you don't own that spot at all. I know. It's on city roads. I know, I know. It's funny. Eh? It's the same, no, though, as using your funny. driveway. It's funny. It, 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 it's frustrating. <laughs> it is. No, listen, listen, I've lived your life, believe me. But I've seen, the, I've seen homeowners do... Parking's a problem in, in general. I've seen homeowners who you who put four cars on their driveway and two of them are blocking the sidewalk. Like, you can't do that either. But then I, I've also seen people who park in front of somebody's driveway. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, yeah. no, no. That actually you can't do. And I get that too. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Really? Like, there, there's only me and my lady that live here. So that's two vehicles. The least I should ask for paying a mortgage is that I have that one little <laughs> tiny spot, and yeah. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> so I, I put half my car in front of the driveway, so it's annoying for the girlfriend to have to back up and go around. And yeah. <laughs> but I give room. Hey, how about this? I'll wind, you, I'll wind you up a little bit more. How about <laughs> how about when there's room for four cars along a strip, like two in front of your house, two in front of the next, and somebody parks right in the middle and leaves half a car length mm, on either yeah. end, where you're like, man, pull up a Space little bit. Space management, come yeah, on. Like, but leave yeah. another spot for another car. Well, well, that's exactly it. And, you know, sometimes I have to park, you know, when it's like minus 30 outside. Now I'm like, well, now I can't even park in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> We have to park like half a mile away. <laughs> Nick. My one neighbor has like five people living at her house. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, she has all of her daughters and boyfriends, and they all have like six <laughs> cars. And I'm like, are they paying a mortgage? They're not paying a mortgage. I'm paying a mortgage. The least I should, the least I should get is just one small spot <laughs> to park my car. Am the I le- wrong? <laughs> okay, Nick. Yeah. I, thanks for the phone Thank you. call. I, Love I you're not that. alone, Thank man. You. You're not alone. John, your call in a second. Uh, someone says on the text line, it happens. Don't sweat it. <laughs> Parking in front of people's houses is a good way to get your lawn pooped on. That's from Brad and Grand Prairie. Uh, we did just that and it stopped them cutting through a field near our condo complex. Mm. And then someone says, seriously, people need to chill out. If you're upset about a parking spot that you don't pay for, there's something very wrong. Hi, John. No kidding, eh? <laughs> you guys, you guys got two cars. Do who? Which? Uh, you do. Do you have two cars? I have three. Three. Okay. Next time you see somebody park in front of your house like that, 
Yep. Two of you run out with your cars real quick and box the guy in. <laughs> you know, we've actually done that. I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but we've actually done that. Where well, so and, shame about it. Yeah, like, we wait, right? Like, we, yep. the guy parks the truck in front of our house. This is going back months now, but he has no one in front of his. So I get my daughter to pull right up to his bumper <laughs> on the back, and I back Absolutely. up to the front, right? Yep. And then I don't answer the doorbell. Exactly. Yeah, turn the TV up. Yeah, I've done it for sure. So I'm I'm equally guilty here, I suppose, of agitating. I'm not guilty. I'm just a lesson that they don't want to learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, some more texts. Uh, your mortgage pays for your home, not to claim ownership over public property. Hey, I paid a mortgage. The least I should get is tickets to a Flames game. <laughs> uh, Jim says if if the uh, sidewalk or curb is replaced in front of your house, you pay on your taxes a local improvement levy. I think you have the right to first parking. Just saying. And Al says, ah, bunch of city folks, stop your crying. <laughs> oh, It's different. It's definitely a city folk uh, complaint, but it's just one of those things because yeah. he, the thing is, and may I just stir the pot a little bit more, <laughs> when you spend the better part of an hour trying to get home because the commute is all backed up and people are Welcome driving. You to know, living in the city. I, I know. And then you get home and the one thing you want is just a, a parking <laughs> spot in front of your house. It's just like, oh, really? Really? The whole parking issue is exactly why I'll never live in a newer development area. I've got room for three squeezed in my alley driveway, one in the garage as well as two out front. When I move, because uh, this isn't my forever home, parking will be something I look into. My hope is to move to an acreage-style subdivision yeah. like Jay's. Yeah. You want a driveway? I got a big old driveway. <laughs> you <laughs> but do. I, that's but, true. But then, but I don't have city water and I don't have city sewer. We have three cars, but we have a double garage. Yeah. And two spots in front of the house. No. So we have enough to accommodate four cars. <laughs> and hopefully we'll stay at three. I can't afford a fourth. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.